Stanford Steve and the Bear is presented by Allstate. Protect yourself from mayhem and save money by switching to Allstate. The underdog is howling. Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Welcome in. Week. Can I say it? Snowman? The eight? Frosty, frosty, baby. <laughs> it is moving along, Bear. You are alongside. Where are you? I am uh, I am in the land of the not yet sun here in, uh, in Phoenix getting ready for uh, Thursday night's Cardinal Saints game on Amazon with, with Kirk. Okay. So we flew out to uh, flew out here on Wednesday morning, 5.45 a.m. Nice, uh, nice early flight. So we got here, uh, did our column, did Daily Wager, uh, did Greg McElroy's show. We, we, we did a nice busy Wednesday. And then, uh, yeah, after the game, myself and Kinley and whoever else will be flying up to, to Eugene <clears throat> for college game day mm-hmm. on uh, on Saturday. So it, a nice little probably. I haven't a- looked at another the unrisen time. sun. Exactly. <laughs> a nice uh, night, probably about a nice three hour flight or so from uh, from Phoenix to Eugene. So I would imagine we'll get into Phoenix and get into uh, Eugene around midnight or so. I mean, you figure five golf tonight, three, three yeah. and a half hour game, eight, eight, 15, eight, 30, 45. Let's say wheels up at nine just to be safe. So wheels up keyword right there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We love we wheels up. Kenny, Kenny D, Todd Deutsch and the, and Darren, Darren Brown and the guys are, they're our friends. So I would imagine we'll hit Eugene around, not around, uh, Midnight Pacific time tonight. Uh, just look at the schedule. We got an 8 a.m. production meeting. Actually, isn't too bad. And then, uh, so we'll have college game today on the air live at 6 a.m. Sunday morning, Saturday morning, rather. And then after another nice little short flight from Eugene to uh, to Tuscaloosa for Alabama and Mississippi State what? on ESPN. Is that, is that a- is that a direct Eugene to Tuscaloosa? Yes, yes, it is. Okay, it, it, okay. it is. It is a direct. Yeah, they, they added that. Uh, Delta added that route for us, especially at on a uh, at about ten o'clock in the morning on 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 a Saturday. So they, they, mm-hmm. that was very nice of them to add that route. So we got we got we got uh, Alabama Mississippi State. Then we'll drive to Birmingham, uh, Birmingham Airport Hotel, and then we'll have a nice uh, Sam flight home on uh, on Sunday morning. So uh, yeah, we're, we're we're crisscrossing the country in all directions uh, this week. But Red Hot Jets good. are the four o'clock game, so you'll be good to go. Are they the four o'clock? Yeah, yeah, that's right. They they play your guy Russ, so of yeah. course that'd be. Yeah, he, he, hopefully he'll be back. I'm worried about his hammy. Yeah, just so people know, the Broncos is the right side. Just just so you know, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like, well, I would have thought that that Green Bay would have been the right side last week. But I, mm. I, I didn't realize how bad the Packers actually are. Because mm. you look at the Jets and what they – I mean, you beat uh, Trubisky slash Howell in Pittsburgh. You beat Skylar Thompson in uh, w- w- with the Dolphins. So you figured it would have potentially come crashing back down last week. And then, uh, and, no the Packers, and then the Packers offense took the field. I mean, you, won, you won a game converting one-third down and completing 10 passes. Sounds like the Bears. <laughs> who obviously, according to Bill Bella, great juggernaut. It's interesting because I got to see them uh, in person on Thursday night last week. And, yeah. uh, and and the description that Coach Belichick had of the Bears didn't exactly match what mm. myself, Kirk, Al, and Kaylee saw. So that's okay. Yeah, we mentioned we mentioned Bill going for seven minutes on, on, on the Bears yesterday, and I said, you know what Bill's not going to do Monday night? Is give you seven minutes on the Bears. I'll just tell you that one. Uh, just past and you know prior dealings, we're not going to get that out of them. Uh, very well. Uh, I off of last week, and you know now it's Thursday morning, early. I just I don't know what else there is to say uh, about last Saturday. It was incredible. You know, exceeded expectations. All that good stuff. I was fortunate enough to be out in Las Vegas uh, and and take it all in because I don't good know what I was done. My three TVs at home would not have been able no. to keep up. 
And that's why I thanks again to Dwayne Colucci at the rampart. Uh, got down to to the uh, to the strip, Blondie Sports Bar, Vaughn and the and the people there took care of us. Uh, our old friend Tim Murray hooked up with a ride at the airport. Got very a nice good. steak dinner in Friday night. Very, very uh, nice. So that was thank you to all the people out there. I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what else to say. The game spoke for themselves. And going back and watching the tape of Utah USC, I thought that was more refreshing to watch than Knoxville because of the way I hate seeing games lost like that. Uh, everybody's mm-hmm. obviously giving their take on Saban yeah. in the play calling with the timeouts late in the game and not giving Tennessee the ball. I get it. But when you're going to be that aggressive, you're going to be on that road, you have the Heisman Trophy winner, you're going to try and keep going. And that's why I think the pass attempts were there. I, I thought Gibbs, you know, maybe could have had that one, and now it's a totally different ball game. So all that, TCU doing it again, uh, you know, now everybody just – and that's the thing we do in this for. All right, let's look ahead as far as possible. What does it bring up, um, you know, a scenario – with Bama, Tennessee, and Georgia, and what everybody seems to be missing is Ole Miss is still undefeated also. So you have to include them in your conversation too if you want to talk about the future. But we did some talking on, on Daily Wager about the futures market in, in college football, and, and you brought up Alabama, and you you didn't want to overreact to the Alabama loss, correct? No, I, I don't. It's, it seems like every time Alabama loses, uh, <laughs> has the same conversation. But mm. but just think of w- what it took last week for Alabama to lose. It, yep. it took a special meltdown of a, a terrible decision to try and field the punt that someone thought it hit hit another player. It took what was it nineteen eighteen penalty it was, including that terrible pass interference call at the end of the game, which negated the interception, which probably would have negated an Alabama cover. It took a historic for, from Hendon Hooker and Jalen Hyde uh, through through the air. And, and it took a, a field goal sidewinder, uh, one of the ugliest kicks ever, just barely. Think of, think about last year, uh, last two Alabama regular season losses, the AM loss last year and the Tennessee loss this year. Like, like think of the field goals that went through that, that wind up costing the games. It's so ugly. But yep. like, spinning it forward, like how does – like no one remaining on Alabama's season schedule possesses the ability – to do what Tennessee did on offense. Mississippi State's a different type of passing offense. Ole Miss's passing game is not what, what it's been. Auburn has no offense. Uh, LSU, yeah, you, you do have some receivers there, but I don't fully trust uh, Jaden Daniels to do that, and certainly not to the extent that Tennessee and Hooker did. So like, I think if you tie up some money for about six six weeks or so, like the Alabama at plus money to make the playoff is 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 a good thing because you either a you're getting Alabama at plus money and you ride it out or or b you're more than likely going to wind up right back in the championship game and you're going to be favored by a touchdown or so against Tennessee at least a touchdown you're a nine point favorite you think in so Knoxville yeah yeah, yeah. okay or okay. or or you're going to be a, a slight favorite over Georgia. So there's an opportunity to get plus back on the other side if you want to get off the bet. So I don't know. I, I think I think playing Bama to make the playoff is is still the smart play here. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. You know, everybody wants value when they're looking at futures. Yeah, exactly. I get it. Things Love happen. It. So Closing I, I said this. value. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. How about this? If you like Tennessee, you think they're the better team, take them to make the playoff. Take Georgia to miss the playoff. And then take Tennessee money line when they play Georgia. That's all you got to do. If you want value, there you go. If you're a believer in Tennessee, there's your road. You mm-hmm. want you want plus plus money on all your par, plus money parlays. Go ahead, go for it. So um, it, it, there's there's possibilities out there, but you know everybody wants to you know slam Alabama now. But go ahead if you're that much of a believer in Tennessee, yep. go do for it. it. Yep, <laughs> it's it's, yep. it's there for the taking for you now. So uh, there, there is that. Do you think Alabama fell? I know this is in the the dictator of the playoff. Are you good with Alabama fell to six, and now the undefeateds of Ole Miss, TCU, and UCLA right behind them? Um, I will be quite honest with 
that look at the AP poll this week. There you outside, go. Georgia outside, won. outside of seeing the tweet from someone that had the bottom couple of teams, so NC State was still ranked. Like once I saw that, I was like, I don't even want to look. I, I just can't. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with who now. Yeah, yeah, I am. Okay. All right. It's good, I, good, good, good. Again, I, I think people like the the people out there, like, oh, Tennessee should be ranked number one. Okay, but we're not. The ranking isn't just like okay, who has the best win? Like, mm-hmm. it still needs to be some sort of power rating component to to the to the poll and into the rankings. Mm-hmm. If you want to rank Tennessee two, sure, I'll buy that. I mean, Ohio State's the best team. I think Tennessee has looked better, certainly offensively, than Georgia, and they a better win than Georgia. So, and the, and the great thing is, in a couple of weeks, they're going to play. So it all yes. gets decided there. I totally agree. I will say, if Alabama is not impressive in this win and UCLA wins, they should be ahead of them. I'll, I will say that. I think there's some some good some. That's a, that's a big game. I know people are going to say Oregon, what they did to Georgia. Teams change. We got coaches changing. We got transfers. We got guys that don't practice as much in fall camp, and now they start to get their legs during the season. I think that should be noted. I'm not saying Bama should be ahead of Oregon. I'm just saying undefeated teams. When teams lose prior to you know the double digit weeks, I, I think they should should drop and only be fair to the other teams. If you stay undefeated, good for you. I, I think that should be still taken into account. Uh, now to this point this season. I will say, you know, talking about the playoff and we did it on Daily Wager, I don't see undefeated Clemson being left out of the playoff. I don't care what happens. Oh. I just see the cachet they bring and knowing, you know, Dabo, the defensive talent, they got their defense healthy. And I look at that road and it's the Q's this week, which we'll talk about. It's a road trip to Notre Dame. We don't need to touch on that one, I don't think, anymore. That's what we saw from them last week. And it's home for Louisville, Miami, uh, South Carolina. And then if it were to end today, they would play the winner of North Carolina, Georgia Tech in the ACC title game. And people will pick apart the road, but I still say undefeated Clemson. No, I I, I don't think that's a ridiculous step. I, I think most people would agree with that. You're, mm. you're going to get an Ohio State, Michigan loser. You're going to get a, a, a Tennessee, Georgia loser. Like, yeah, I, yeah, it's going to. I mean, Ole Miss is going to either Ole Miss or Alabama will lose again. Uh, yeah, it, it. I don't think that's that's it. I mean, I, I would think most people with that. I think the question is, do most people think Clemson is going to run the table? And they, I, I, I would think. At least to the ACC championship game, yes. I, I and North Carolina is the type of team, even though they're garbage on defense, they mm. got enough skill, and it will be the best quarterback by far that Clemson has played faced all year, where they where they where they could potentially put up some points there. Actually, I should I tell you, I should Sam Hartman is is, is is pretty damn good, so I should. Yeah, say that. yeah, but Drake. I mean, like I said, I think I said last week or on different shows, whatever. There's like three quarterbacks in the ACC. All the time we spent before the season, there's like three of them that are playing above uh, my expectations. So uh, don't need to spend any time on that anymore. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
When you look at this slate this week, I have the biggest group of slop I think I've ever put in the column mm-hmm. as far as picks. It's a it's a not sexy weekend as far as rank versus rank matchups, but this is sort of when it happens, man. You got to be careful here. You know, you see some ranked teams playing unranked teams. There's not a lot of double digits point uh, point spreads as you pointed out. And I will just say, be wary. I don't really want to take any favorites this week. I, I don't like the look of them. Uh, I know Oregon, that jumped out to people being a six-point favorite over UCLA, who's undefeated. But I'll say this, going through everything, Oregon has owned UCLA. They've won 9 of 10, Chip's 0-3. Uh, Bo Nix has 12 touchdowns, one pick since the Georgia game. That one pick was a pick six in the infamous Washington State-Oregon game. <laughs> uh, so that rings a bell for me. But when I look at this matchup uh, with UCLA and Oregon and watching the tape back at Utah-USC, I do think there's more physicality, capability, better guys on the defensive line in this game with UCLA and Oregon than there was in Utah-USC. It was a phenomenal game. The The, the – the offensive playmaking, what Dalton Kincaid did was just mm-hmm. incredible going back. And, I, you know, I tweeted out a couple of things just watching it back. Just just an, an incredible night. The belief that Cam Rising has in him, that's what people think of Utah when, when they, you know, when they when they want to see Utah, when they that, – that, that's why Utah is held in such high regard is what I'm trying to say. But this number 70 and a half, and I took the under – in this game because I think both teams are going to try and run the ball more than Utah and USC did. I know Oregon got after Utah's defense, but I, I said Utah's defense isn't that the, the same old, same old for, for the Utes uh, this year. And Oregon does have some talent on the defensive line up front, and there was more familiarity there. Uh, they played them there. They went to the Rose Bowl and beat them. So I, th- I think UCLA has a good chance to win. It's just weird things happen when you go on the road, man. And it's been a while since they have. Uh, I, th- I believe their only road game is at Colorado, so they mm-hmm. haven't faced any adversity on the road. Uh, that's why I'll be careful whether they win or not. So I'm going to go with the under in UCLA and Oregon. Well, I, I think, too, you look at the UCLA offense, I think they can do something that Georgia did in terms of like the the, the misdirection and the, and the way they run the ball, which gave Oregon – Mm-hmm. A ton of problems early in the year. Do you think you need to look at uh, UCLA and, and like what they? This is an opportunity for Chip to get a win that he doesn't have. Owen uh, Owen five versus top ten teams, and none of them really super close. Uh, whereas he had been so good at Oregon uh, again, ten teams. But, but but at the same time, I, I think if you look at or if UCLA can stay on the field and you look at Oregon's defense, they're like next to last in the country in their yep. opponent's third down defense. So like they, yep. they're not they getting teams off the field and regular out. And like, and that that's the type of thing that, that into, into upsets, staying on the field, wearing defenses down. And, and I, I think, I think Chip and that offense really have a chance to do that. I, I agree with you. I would lean towards taking uh, UCLA plus the points. It feels a little uh, trendy or doggish, but at the same time, we talked about that last week how the world had Tennessee and the world had Oklahoma yeah. State, and the, and that and I worked out. So, yeah, it's amazing how everybody was trying to find the public dog last week. We spent mm-hmm. time talking about it, and we did. I was wrong. Plenty of people were wrong uh, with Penn State. Uh, we will we'll get to them in a little bit. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a, another phenomenal rank versus rank game with UCLA and Oregon. But I, I do think there's more capability in the defense, uh, and that's why I lean towards the under. As far as the column goes, what do you have, sir? You, uh, you hit it on the head. This is not a week where I found a whole lot in here right now. Uh, we did 21 Power 5 versus Power 5 games, 12 games where you had a spread of seven points or so it feels like a, a chance for a lot of close games it feels like uh, a chance for some some underdogs to win out right uh, there are games right now i put in the column i'm sure i'll uh, take a look like i did last week 
and, and throw some more in there. Uh, I got a game tonight. I plus the three uh, against South Alabama. Uh, Troy would be undefeated in the league playoff if it wasn't for that miracle Hail Mary. Uh, mm. Alabama would be undefeated on the season if it wasn't for that last second field goal um, against UCLA. Both teams have had a knack for force and turnovers this year, but uh, I'm going to take the points and go with the uh, the better defense uh, on the road. Um, the only favorite I have is Texas Tech, minus six and a half against West Virginia. Uh, Tech has lost a couple straight since that probable comeback upset win over Texas. They've had some mm. injury concerns as well. Uh, they had an off week, but I'm not sure it really matters his quarterback. Uh, against the West Virginia no. defense, it's allowed 757 pass yards and seven touchdowns in the last three games. Uh, mm. They did a well like a good spot uh, to back them against West Virginia, who had the upset win last week over Baylor. And then I'm sorry to say it, Steve, but I, I'm going to go with the uh, Arizona State this week, getting the two and a half, three uh, against mm. Stanford. It's just it's just something about a team that was a 16 and a half <laughs> dog, rather. Uh, winning outright now you now you're favored and and you watched the game and I watched the game I thought that was more just about game than it was like Stanford like doing anything to show that they've truly turned the corner Arizona State showing a little bit of license coaching change as well being the no doubt over Washington so I'm going to go with ASU plus plus the points those are the only three things right now I do have in the column but, okay on Arizona State I will say I kind of like the look of them with Borgay at quarterback. Now, people don't know who that is. Uh, he's a kid that fits for for programs uh, in, on the seven-on-seven seven tour. Uh, talking to guys that coached, had teams in that, they they couldn't beat him. Uh, Borgay's team out of Arizona, he's from Tucson. Obviously, you know, in Tempe, uh, plays in the Washington game, looks great. They score a ton of points, but everybody's done that against Washington. And all reports are that Emory Jones is going to be back at quarterback for Arizona State. So I thought about it. I definitely like Arizona State in the game, but I would like it that much more if Borgay was that quarterback. Uh, I just I feel like there's more of a sense of urgency and decisiveness with him at quarterback, which I like, which I think you, you need to do because Arizona State, not like Notre Dame, has more speed at wide receiver, and I think that gives Stanford fits. And credit to Stanford. They, they, they gambled and said Notre Dame wasn't going to throw it deep because they don't have any team speed. And they were right, and they 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 took that chance and and made the most of that opportunity, getting a much much needed win in South Wen or South Bend. But this is a this is a different animal. Uh, I did not take any favorites. I will get my totals out of the way because who doesn't want to take an over in a service academy game? So I'll <laughs> take the over uh, on the banks of the Hudson at Mikey Stadium, Army, UL Monroe. <laughs> The teams are scoring plenty, but they're also giving up plenty. Army's, you know, lost their last three against FBS opponents. Uh, Monroe is just giving up a ton of points. I tried, and, you know, they still Terry, score. I tried to make a case for Terry's team. Okay, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that side, but I'll, I'll take the over at fifty-five. Uh, I just think the differences in the styles of offense lead to points in that game. We've seen Army. Look bad against Georgia State. I'm not sure what's going on. Maybe something with the program, with Munkin, maybe losing guys. I, I I don't know, but it doesn't have the same focus. I think they'll be better. I think they know they have a winnable game here, and I think they'll score plenty. And I think Monroe will have that back door open. That usually happens against Army if it does get out of hand. So I like over the total in Army Monroe. That's 55. And why not? Why not take two overs with Service Academy? Yeah, do it. I mean. Let's get as ugly as possible. Navy Houston uh, going over. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Navy. Navy and Houston. Navy never going to give up. We saw that last week uh, against SMU, which feature on bad beats. And Houston, we know one of the disappointments from the group of five, but we know they still have offense. And when you look at Navy's defense, their pass defense is 111th in the country, allowing over 270 yards through the air. So why not? Why can't it be 31-28 Houston, something like that? We'll go over the total with Houston and Navy and what should be a beautiful day here in Maryland uh, over is in it, Annapolis. That that a, like is, 70 degrees. I was Newark. just going to say, is that sarcastic or is that like genuine? 
No, it's going to be gorgeous. It's been a little chilly uh, the last couple mornings, which is good. You know, we got the NBA back. So, you know, give me a little cold weather. Yeah, oh, that was. So we yeah. got it. Yeah, that was. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so lost on, on opening night, which mm. kind of a downer. New season starts. Yeah, we can. We could touch on the NBA in a little bit because we got to, we get to watch the Lakers again in prime time uh, tonight. So that that that's well, awesome. I, I'm working uh, tonight, so I, I can't I can't watch. Oh, you could get it on the apps. Well, I, you know, that's kind of I mean I'm going to be so dialed into I, I I can't dial into my Lakers and the the game that I'm working. Um, that'll be that'll be difficult to do. I just All hope right. they put Russ back in the starting lineup. That he he needs to start. That's why I heard. Yeah. Him. Yeah, that's what he said. He said that that's definitely the the reason. By the way, you talked about Houston. I was just laughing. I remember remembered a preseason bet that I made. I made a preseason mm. bet that uh, I mean, not for much. Uh, the uh, North Carolina would win the ACU, would win the Big Twelve, and Houston would win the American. And I, I think it was like plus like fifty one thousand or something like that. I think it came out to be. Oh. All right. And Houston's not going to be in the game though, so that's okay. I've made Got stupid. It. I've made I've, I've made worse bets. Mm. Uh one underdog I have is UTEP at home. P- Florida Atlantic coming in off the win off of Rice. Thank God Rice got there to get us a win last week. But when I think about UTEP, last time we saw them at home, they beat Boise State, who's turned it around. That was the game, obviously where things went south for mm-hmm. uh, Boise State making changes on offense. They've looked like a different team. But I just think weird things happen when you go out to El Paso. And uh, I'm not sure how many guys for Florida Atlantic have been out there. But uh, I think I think UTEP makes it ugly enough and, and covers the four. And then one interesting game, just looking at the numbers, I, I didn't look at the money of where everything is. I, I would imagine I'm on the public side here. Uh, but I look at what has happened between Purdue and Wisconsin recently. Purdue has lost 15 in a row to Wisconsin, which I found mind-boggling. They're 118 and one all time as a dog versus the Badgers. The game is in Madison. And when I look at the schedule, and you know, everybody's just gonna think about Purdue and think about the loss to Penn State and the loss to Syracuse and how crazy they were. But this team controls their path yep. to Indianapolis, which is kind of when we start getting to a, a story here and storylines of the season, you know, it started early. Who the hell is going to play in the Big Ten title game from the West? Who's going to win that? There is a path for Purdue. They still have Illinois on the schedule. Of course there is. After- College game day, November 12th, Champaign, Purdue at Whoa. Illinois. Oh, another first-timer knockoff? Have you I been mean, there? Not- I don't even know what games are on the twelfth. No, we've never been to. Well, we never been. Show has never been to Champagne. Oh, I don't even. I don't even a, know what. I don't even know what games are on the twelfth. It's a. It's a. It's a good big sky game that week. Um, <laughs> so no, like, I, I think it's. I think it's uh, like Eastern Washington, Montana. We got. Um, yeah, what do we got on the twelfth? We got Georgia and Mississippi State. So Georgia. That's, like, that's the. That's, that's the week a, after Georgia Tennessee. Yeah, so probably probably wouldn't do that too. A TCU at Texas, Alabama at Ole Miss. That's what we're looking at. Mm. I'm gonna, okay. have to, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to do a south pitch. Okay. Purdue, Purdue, win Illinois, win there. You, so yeah, you've got to win at Wisconsin, and then you've got to beat Iowa. And yeah. Win and what is Illinois has. At Nebraska, go Michigan, at, at Nebraska and Michigan State before that mm-hmm. game, they got Michigan the after, and it's the final home game too. Oh, 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 oh I got, I got to sell this one hard. <laughs> Get the campaign going. Uh, there, but there, just, there, there, there's a good possibility. Oh, they're they're going to win those games. Yeah, and that's why I said with Purdue. I mean, this if there's ever a time, it's now. Wisconsin, the injury report keeps getting longer and longer. When I go back and look at it, backup running backs out now. So the capability, I mean, going through Purdue and Aiden O'Connell's numbers, I was looking, they, he's, he's tops in the, in the big 10 and passing yards per game, which is crazy still, but he chucks it a lot more uh, playing full games than CJ Stroud, mm-hmm. but Aiden O'Connell with Purdue having three Super Bowl po- quarterback winning quarterbacks in their program's history 
when you think of Drew Brees, you think of Len Dawson and Greasy, Aiden O'Connell currently is the all-time leader in completion percentage in Purdue history at 68%. And he throws it a hell of a lot more than previous Purdue quarterbacks. So I want to give him credit where it's due. Uh, Charlie's been awesome at receiver. Sure, Iowa would like him back with the numbers he's putting up for Purdue. But I think if there's ever a time for Purdue, it's now. And I'll, I'll take Purdue plus the points and also UTEP. So those are my five picks for the column. I have three totals and two dogs. When you look at Clemson and Syracuse and then you these noon games and you look at Ohio State and Iowa, I'm guessing you're thinking Cuse could score more than Iowa? I, I'm gonna, I think that's probably a uh, probably a safe, a safe bet, even though I'm not sure how much, but at least they have a, a competent quarterback and a competent running back and a competent wide receiver. They actually have division, division 1A, like, offensive players. Mm. Unlike, unlike Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> and I mentioned Clemson getting back to healthy. Uh, you saw him last week. Uh, getting Brissy back, and I just think this that this thing for Clemson is going to start getting rolling. Uh, Schrader's been awesome for Syracuse. He's going to be he's going to need to run for some yardage and, and keep you know first downs alive, whether it's you know scrambling or short throws. But I think Clemson's built for that when, when they bring eight guys in. So I lean Clemson in that game. I don't want anything to do with Ohio State. I will say, be wary, Hawkeye fans. I know you are. But Ryan Day pointed out how he still thinks about the loss when Iowa scored 55 on them in their previous matchup. Uh, I know that was in Iowa City, but when Ryan Day wants to do something against inferior opponents, especially, uh, yeah. that that usually happens. So remember, just be careful there. Remember, remember the Michigan State game last year? In, in... <laughs> I do. Yeah, that was kind of it's kind of gonna be be like and they're talking like all the talk about oh three SEC teams and blah blah and I I think I think that there's probably a little bit of a message in the uh, mm-hmm. in the in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center this week I I, I would how does Iowa score like I I think this could be very reminiscent of the Big Ten championship game last year which was mm-hmm. what was it fifty one three forty one three something. Yeah, I stopped watching when Iowa it, just it, couldn't it do it lot, when they had the ball was, in the red it, zone. It was, a, it was a lot to a little. Well, getting getting the ball in the red zone actually is I mean that is I think they have what 12 red zone trips all year or something like that. Mm. They have a lot more yeah. sacks per drop back than than anybody in the country, except for uh, yeah, it's it, it it it's so bad. We'll see. So we'll bad. see how that ends up. Uh, other early games, uh, just looking at the docket, Kansas goes on the road again at Baylor, getting eight, 59 and a half. I don't really want anything to do with that game. Uh, you talked no. about Texas Tech. You like them at home. You're talking Big 12. Like, what do you want to do with that Texas Oklahoma State game? Like, there are reports out there that Sanders might not play and they got a couple linemen potentially injured. I mean, you give away that game at TC last week, blowing a double-digit lead. Like, this is looking to continue that revenge yeah. tour. It's what I was – I was Texas minus six and a half was a lot higher than I thought that number it, might I be. I totally agree, but if the injuries so, – yeah. there were some things floated late Friday night out in Vegas that Spencer Sanders wasn't going to play against TCU. And that I was – very interesting, and you know that line kept going up. Obviously, uh, gave TCU and and was on the wrong side of that. But I mean, I, I can't get mad at that. Seeing what TCU has been through in this stretch that they've been through, going back to the game with with SMU with Sonny Dykes, it has been it's been pretty eye opening to see what they've been able to do. I think everyone will think the letdown will be coming next week when they go to Morgantown, but. I just I'm not doubting the TCU offense. There's there's no chance I was slow start. I, I mentioned Quentin Johnston last week. The guy's a game changer and a game wrecker. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if if Texas uh, goes in there um, against Oklahoma State, who you know couldn't hold up against TCU. Texas brings a whole different thing to the table. I think their run game's way better uh, than than TCU. I will give them that. But Texas still didn't show me that they're ready to take the next step last week with that lackluster performance 
against Iowa State, who went for, when I looked it up, last week was the first time Iowa State went for over 400 yards since week one, and that was an FCS uh, opponent. I believe it was Southeast yeah. Missouri. So I don't want anything to do with that game, and I for sure atop the oh, list yeah. of games I don't want anything to do with is Ole Miss going to LSU. And now LSU's favored. Correct. If you really like Ole Miss, then good for you. I, I don't feel that comfortable with them. And going back and looking at the numbers, they're one in nine in their last 10 trips to Baton Rouge. And when I watched L- LSU back, they got some good things going in that run game now. They incorporated Daniels. They do have game changers at wide receiver. It looks like Booty wanted to play last week. He goes for six for over 100 yards. If that's going to be the, the, the case, Ole Miss has given up a bunch of points lately to not good offenses. This LSU is not offense is not great, but they're better than the teams that Ole Miss has given up points to. So that's why I think you see them as a favorite. And I think you're still looking for that stamp win for Brian Kelly at home. This is a great, great chance for LSU. Yeah, and I think people number as well and like unranked team favorite over a top 10 team and it happens more than you think it happened five times last year you had an unranked team favorite over a top 10 team and three of those five unranked teams won the game uh, an interesting one of the ones that uh, was Mississippi State who was favored at home against the top 10 team Ole Miss last year so like I, I wouldn't just re- say I or I like uh, LSU because of, of that. I think you do need to read a little bit if you want to say, which was what I would lean toward. You look at LSU, you look at Ole Miss and how they very easily could have lost to Kentucky. Yeah. You might even want to say probably should have. Uh, they they get, uh, How they allowed Auburn to to move the ball and score points and hang around in that game is what was amazing to me. And, and at LSU, with Daniels coming off his best game against a bad Florida defense, like it would it, it would seem to me that Ole Miss that LSU would be the side I would play. But but again, I, I'm not I'm not feeling like super great about it. Just yeah, total uh, with you there. Uh, going down the slate, I can't believe I'm, I I know it's FIU on one side, but Charlotte is given fourteen and a half, <laughs> Four, 14 and oh, a half, and Missouri. Is given fourteen to Vandy. You can have those games. I don't want. I don't want anything to do with those. Um, going down no. the Mountain West, I think things are going to start to get real weird. There's a good game with Air Force and Boise. I, I'm not sure the side on that. I, I watched and had Air Force uh, last week. I, I I did not go to the to the Big Al to see Air Force and UNLV. I watched that one on the two, but we had Air Force, so that was a, a good one. But now they get. New Mexico, uh, they get Boise State. San Jose State goes on a tricky spot, giving 21 and a half to, uh, to, to our Aggies in Las, Las Cruces. Huge Got win. the win. Got yeah. the win last week. Got the win. And Fresno awesome. still like looks like it doesn't have Hainer. They're giving double digits at New Mexico. So uh, where did I – the other one was – oh, Utah State is a dog at Wyoming. I don't know what to do there. And San Diego State, seeing them given seven, but then looking on the other side and, and seeing that it's Reno, I, I, I don't I, – but I could see – all those games are going to be not normal. I'll just say that. I was going to say, those, 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 are, those are sick games right there. He, he'll, be, he'll, be, he'll be all over those games. But we, we, didn't, we didn't mention K-State no, go ahead. yet, did we? Just gonna get me. That, that's another one of those games that we we we've talked about this one uh, earlier in the week on daily wagering, and like it's hard to. It, it really feels like Kansas State or pass in, in in this spot, uh, just just because of the like what TCU has had to do each week, uh, the SMU game, the Oklahoma game, the Kansas game, uh, the comeback against Oklahoma State, like. Week after week after week, like the emotional games, rivals, comebacks that they've been involved in. Uh, now you got to do it again and again. That is well coached, well disciplined. They got Adrian Martinez, who's playing the best football of his career. It reminds me a lot of, I think it was 2008 when Texas 
in, in, in the Big 12 had that run of like four or five consecutive good conference opponents and ranked teams. And then finally they got beaten the last one uh, against Texas Tech on the road. From for my future ticket, I'm hoping TCU yeah. gets the win, but uh, I, I could see. I, I think this one is a uh, is case. Yeah, you look pass. at TCU's road, and this is this one. I think in Texas, obviously, are the biggest ones because with everybody playing everybody, you know, the tiebreakers are going to be huge if if it, every people have the same amount of losses. So it's funny, man. You brought up 2008. That was the year of the Big Twelve. And felt like game day, you know, that was one of the first years I started traveling. And it was Lubbock. It was Austin. It was Norman. It, and, you know, you were just – you were there every week. And the, and the teams were right there. And the way – that's the one thing I think I, I think back to when people are talking about this SEC tiebreaker with Bama, Tennessee, and, and Georgia possibly is that year with Texas, Oklahoma, and Texas Tech. And Oklahoma having that late game against Texas Tech ended up being – the difference because I think they went out and put 60 on them. But the way that fell with when Texas beat Oklahoma and then Texas Tech beat Texas and then, uh, you know, Oklahoma beats Texas Tech. So it'll be more clear, I think, with what happens. But when you get to this point, you got to win the games. So we'll see what happens, uh, the way those things play out in the Big 12. I, I just feel like TCU is formidable. Um, they they have enough offensive firepower. You mentioned the things when you want an underdog on the road to go off and pull it up, pull it off. Kansas State has everything you want. You know, Kleiman's won three times already against the top ten team at as head coach of Kansas State. Martinez hasn't thrown a pick. Deuce Vaughn could score from anywhere on the field, and I think now they're tied for fifth in turnoff turnover margin in FBS. Uh, with a plus eight, Kansas State is. So those are the things you want. You want to be able to turn over the opponent, run the ball, and keep the the, the other star offense off the field. So K-State has everything you want. I, I You said it on Daily Wager yesterday. K-State's the side or pass uh, for me in that game. Uh, but I, it's, it's a phenomenal game. I believe that's a night game uh, in Fort Worth, which I don't feel like we see a lot, uh, which could get interesting. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Two games uh, in Power Five conferences I wanted to touch on with you. It seems like the health of quarterback is going to be a factor in Minnesota and Penn State. Do you have anything there? Yeah, I wouldn't expect yeah. Morgan to play. Uh, that's how I'm um, handicapped for the game. And I, I, would, ex- I would expect to see some uh, Drew Aller as well for, for Penn State. But I, I'd be very, very surprised if we saw time on Saturday. So I would proceed with your handicapping as if he isn't playing. Yeah, my assessment was wrong about Penn State. I thought the defense would hold up against Michigan, and Mi- Michigan Woo! just rolled their sleeves up. Oh, did you see the wow. video at halftime of Franklin and Harbaugh? Oh, no, I didn't. Look that one up. No, I, I, I saw I – yeah, I will. I saw the uh, I saw the post game about uh, – I saw him, Jim, Jimmy Franklin complaining about – and I will say this. It is really yeah. tight in there, and and maybe you do need to figure out a way to stagger the teams running into the. I don't know, whatever. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna have to look it up now. Uh, you could check that, that out. To... It's pretty telling. And then the second half happens, so uh, it's not great for Penn State. I thought I thought there would be more. Uh, they the, the, the halftime. Uh, what did you? You don't remember what a second half line was on that game, do you? No, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I did yeah. not have one handy. I didn't, I didn't dial that, that would have in. Been, uh, smart seeing how Penn State was able to hang around in that first half. Um, A&M minus three at South Carolina. 
you could have this game also. Uh, <laughs> well, you can have, I, have this game. You know, I, I, it's a night game for South Carolina. They love those there. A&M, last time we saw them, they got left in the one-yard line against Alabama. But it's just like I'm getting to this point to see it. There's trust factor. Like, I, I don't trust either side. I was wrong um, so far about South Carolina. I don't see them getting to six wins for that season win total. Uh, the quarterback has he's been an upgrade at what they've had previously, but there's still some um, just indecisiveness and not not giving his receivers an offensive line a chance when you when you watch him back. You know the skittishness uh, in the pocket. I think is what people didn't like at Oklahoma when he was there, and um, it's still like looks like he has that habit. So you you could have that have that game. Uh, we'll be watching, but don't want any anything uh, financially involved in that game. What would I what would I have what would I have to do to uh to a to allure a a bet on Cal this week from off of off of that awful embarrassing performance last week in Boulder getting I not not as much you, as you, you think. know these are the type you know you know these are the types of dogs and games that are going that's to through, right like the, the, the cow cow is probably yes aware. because I mean, when you talk on the field, I get the circumstances and the situation why people are going to come in on Cal, but that Washington secondary man is atrocious. And if Cal could just put anything together, you know their defense is going to be better than what Arizona could put against Washington or what Arizona State could put against Washington. So I, yeah, no, not as much as you think. I, I could see that. I just did a lot. I mean, putting that game on in the fourth quarter and watching Cal. Just you know, do what do what Pac-12 teams do when they need a chance to take a next step. The old pee down the leg, and that's what happened <laughs> in Boulder. But you know what? I will say, good good for Colorado. Good for God. Nobody wants to see them go winless unless you have one one. I did on the season win total, I guess. But um, yes, I, I think yes. I, I had a half. I played that adjusted Ooh. under over under over a half. I, Funny thing is, in, in my if you go back and look in my my weekly yeah. note, my primer note last week, I think I wrote in there. I need, need to mention Colorado it might be the only game left this year that that Colorado can win. And of course, I didn't play mm. any uh, CU back on the money line, which well, what I regret so well. Yeah, it happens. Speaking of teams we can't trust, Pitt and Louisville. I almost put Pitt on there. But night game in Louisville, that's going to get weird. You you know it is. Malik will be Malik yeah, will be like back. You, I, I expect Pitt to win the game, and that's why that line is. I thought it'd be a pick 'em, but I you can have it. Must put it opened. Was it open okay. pick? So yeah, all right. We got some Malik Cunningham believers out there. I think a game that will show up on winners tonight is UCF minus five against ECU. Just saying. Short home dog, UCLF. Last time we saw him put up, what, 70? I think that could be uh, finding its way yep. uh, into winners tonight yep. with old Mr. Van Pelt. And other than that, I, I don't see much. Tulane, first game ranked. Giving seven to Memphis. Don't want anything in that one. James Madison, another double-digit off favorite off a loss against Marshall. Marshall has not looked great, I'll say. Oh, Marshall! Marshall hasn't beaten an FBS team outside of Notre Dame. They got two. They got they got they got a win against a like win against Notre Dame and winning against FCS teams and lost everything. That's what I said last week. Stanford beat Colgate. Marshall won their uh, their FBS games and then they beat beat Notre Dame. Those teams haven't beaten another FBS. I need to Notre look Dame. at. The Sun Belt. Wow. Look at those standings. Old Dominion in first <laughs> and South Alabama in first. Wow. Tonight's a huge one in the, in the Sun Belt. Because Troy could get Troy could get the first place and they'll have that would give them two yep, more conference of- wins than South Alabama in the division. And Old Dominion fresh off that win over Coastal. Wow. That that's gonna be wow, Marshall's dead last 0-2 in the Sun Belt. 
We all had we all had Old Dominion in first, right? Yeah. We all, we all had we all had that. Man, that hey, that's why it's a great conference. Anybody can be anybody. You talk about different kind of road trips. Look at those those road trips those teams have <laughs> in that conference. <laughs> that that's going to be fascinating to see how this plays out. Now, can James Madison play in? I know they can't go to a bowl. Can they? They can't even play no. in the conference title game. I I, I don't I don't. I don't believe, I shouldn't have said that. I thought, you, I thought I should let you say the question. I, I thought you were going to say bully. I, I honestly don't, don't think... know. I can't remember. Really, I remember in hoops, they didn't even all. They didn't even allow the in the conference. Yeah, but I thought right? I saw one of those small conference basketball tournaments. They did play, and which made no sense. And the loser of the final went to. So you had to, like the losing yes. team. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Well, was it was it Merrimack who who was it Merrimack who won, but. It's something like that. I, I don't know why. Why you would? Why that's even a rule? I still don't understand. Um, if the team's good enough, like you're trying to tell me they don't want to so go, dumb. you're just you're just setting yourself up for a handcuff situation for the whole season. All right, there was actually a story, actually a story written the way. Even if James Madison goes eight, no, in Sun Belt, the Dukes are unable to play in the Sun Belt championship okay. game or a bowl game because if they win the Number two team will go to the uh, conference title. Huh. It so is. Stupid. It is. So that's going to be. Either, I don't see Georgia State getting there after, over last night. Thank you for hanging around and kicking a field goal and getting that under in there for us against <laughs> App State, Georgia Southern. By the way, you know what? You know what? we're going to make our own bowl game. All right, James Madison. Yeah. we should do that. We 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 need an unofficial bowl game. So we'll we play it at the rent. Get, uh, Let's play it at the rent. Play, yeah, play, play it at the rent. East Hartford we'll, we'll, we'll Airport's get, we'll get, right we'll get, there. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get, get fitting, and we'll see if we can get called like the McAfee Bowl. Get, get see if we can get McAfee involved, and maybe do a show. I mean, for all yeah, alternate on the broadcast. Air, right? We'll get it going. G- Jim, exactly, James James Madison, and may, maybe we maybe we maybe what we do, you take James and you and you pick. All the teams that didn't qualify okay. for bowls, just like pull a name out, out pull a, a name out of a hat, and that's who all right. And then we'll get the hat to be the sponsor. Have some, have some fun with we'll it. Good. Exactly. Yeah, we'll get we'll get like the game, the game had like oh, the, the old curse of yeah. star. This game's had exactly right. They, they can Very sponsor good. the bowl. There's always mayhem in the Sun Belt Conference, and I can't wait to see it how it plays out. But looking at the standings, this mayhem moment is brought to you by Allstate. Protect yourself from mayhem and save money by switching to Allstate. Did you see the Duke North Carolina game? Oh, no, gotta I feel did not. bad I was, if you're a Duke. No, I, I was I was working. I, I heard why I heard our North Carolina grad. He, he was he had the the game literally. Our game got over in Tallahassee mm-hmm. last week, and like we got in the car, we had the 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 the, the game cast up in the in the in the car and like just in time for like mm. the final play. Tough one. Touch, touchdown play. overruled and then it didn't go well for the old Dukies. Any interest? Indiana plus three at Sunge. Northwestern no. plus 13 no. and a half at the Snake Pit. Oh. How, how's the quarterback? Uh, I don't. They said day to day. I did see Loxley um, no, was was. Uh, they had been going back and forth. Leah didn't want to wear the knee brace. Locks wanted him to wear it, and then ended up saving him wearing it. He's, they said he re-aggravated a, a MCL, so we'll see. But this is a Northwestern just muck it up perfection. Awful, yeah. awful, just disgusting. So, just how top-heavy is the Big Ten? Oh, it, it, it's – more, there's greater separation between Ohio State and Michigan and the rest of the Big Ten than there is like Clemson and the rest of the ACC. And saying that for for a while, the, the the bottom of the Big Ten is just disgusting. Yeah, it's I I, I don't know how to assess it because you know people are going to start coming in on Ohio State's wins. I get it, but it's still a Power Five conference. Like I understand the teams aren't good. <laughs> It's, so it's going to be a conversation. It, you know that it's people. It's people in 2013. Oh, the ACC sucks. Florida State. Oh, they're no good. 
it's there's a you don't have to have this unbelievable strength of schedule to be a legit good team. Like you gotta watch in like the, the, the power ratings and watching teams play and the efficiency that the opera like you can see what a good team is. Yeah, it doesn't have to be they were the ultimate like like strength of schedule on one end and, and actually dominance and how great they were efficiency wise and historically on the other. Of course they wound up going on to Correct. And I will say when we're looking down the road, I don't want to spend a ton ton of time on it because games are going to be played and things are going to change. But if we start comparing, if Michigan does lose to Ohio State and there's a conversation for one-loss teams, they're going to be stuck in it with the non-conference they played. That I I think that's going to get that's going to get held against them. Yeah, as they should, as they should. If there is someone as a comparable team. That you're you're weighing them against us. Okay, we think these two teams are just as good as each other. That absolutely mm. should. And happen. another team that should be wary of that is UCLA. UCLA has, I mean, from what they played in the out of conference. I want, I want, I want it. I want it. You were supposed to play this year in Michigan. Bought the game. Really? Michigan, UCLA. Right? Yeah, you're right. I'm not, I'm not, you're I'm, right. I'm 99 sure that I shouldn't mm. have said it before I. For, so that should be uh, another um, to add it to the list of of not good things to yep, Michigan's yeah. resume. Michigan, Michigan terminated. I'm going to look at a 2019 article right here. Michigan terminated a home and home uh, in 22 and replaced those games with uh, Hawaii oh. and East Carolina. All right. So we drove. We dropped UCLA and we pick up. Michigan paid UCLA 1.5 million oh. to uh to buy I imagine that was in the case against Under Armour also, or UCLA was looking for some cash. So that probably worked out. Alabama thoughts, brutal circumstances with Mississippi State. I I, I just I don't have anything yeah. to offer yeah. there. I don't know how you yeah. get yourselves focused to practice, and then you have Alabama coming in off a loss. Um, you know, or you got to go to Tuscaloosa for that game. So, um, obviously, thoughts and prayers are with the people in Starkville and in that community uh, for just a brutal situation. But I, I just, you know, it's not for me to point out anything when you're talking about the game or side you like. There's way more important things going on there. Yeah, I was going to say you 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 feel you feel yeah. dirty, like even like the. The game and just how they haven't scored a touchdown in mm. Tuscaloosa in quite and like what the score it, it, it's just really it, it's a it's a stupid game mm. which comes yep. to show. I'm with you there. All right. Anything uh what were your preseason NBA picks? You're in on the nuggets, huh? That didn't go well last night. I did yeah. No, it's I I I was unaware of who the who they even played last night. I saw someone say that the I guess they yeah. played Utah, and I guess Utah scored like seventy something points in the first half. No, I no, I bet the Nug- I bet the Nug- be the uh, the one seed in the West and to win the West. Okay, which I mean, I figure you figure there are a bunch of teams uh, in the West who uh, you're, you're going to be dealing with load management and potential injuries, and not like the Nuggets are injury proof, but you you would think they're they're a team that would probably want that one seed a lot more than say golden state or whomever else. So that okay. was worth a shot. Yeah. I'm all in on blazers under, and that did not get off to a good start as the old Sacramento Kings did it again and blew a game late. So those, <laughs> but, 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 but they, that's the great, like, I am so looking forward to this as the year goes on. I will, I will be firing money line parlays like every day against all these terrible teams that are just going to want yeah. to lose. And there's, there's plenty of those. The, the, the tanking is going to be tanking is going to be yeah. awesome. Sweet. You probably, probably, you could probably bet against like San Antonio and Indiana, like every night on the money line, man, that's not pretty. <laughs> that that's, it's fantastic yeah, roster. I was going through it. Wow. Not great, and I, I yeah, I'm, my thing is I'm going to start counting games played for 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 the top top players because I can't wait to see the load management start. Like, oh yeah, you know, they, we're going to 
take this one off. It's, you played one game so far, and you know it's coming in the next week. Yep. So there's your NBA preview. All right, Big Mike. <laughs> Big Mike Happy Recap. Big Mike Happy Recap. I'm going with the over in the Navy game, the over in the Army game, the under in the UCLA game, and give me UTEP plus the points and Purdue plus the points. I'm going to take uh, Troy plus the mm-hmm. three tonight in South Alabama, Texas Tech minus six and a half against West Virginia, Arizona State plus two and a half versus Stanford. Uh, I'm going to get uh, an Iowa team total uh, in that game potentially once it comes out and goes under. And um, that's, uh, that's all I got this week right now. But be, be sure to uh, check the column out come uh, Friday afternoon, Saturday morning. I'll find out one. Yep, could be some updates uh, coming in there. All right, my man. Well, all those travels, travel safe. We will do this again we'll next week, you. and we'll be in touch uh, for sure over the weekend. Please take us away. Must you bet, the more you lose when you win. You can listen or follow the Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Plus, don't miss more from Stanford Steve on ESPN Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt. And check out the Bear on College Game Day on ESPN.